The audio you are about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. Hoping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. And that could be a lie in your mindset or in your relationships. So today I wanted to talk about when you try to change and the reason why I wanted to do this video is because oftentimes I when I'm working with people I will often have to show them this change cycle up front I'm about to talk about what's called a change cycle um so nearly every time you try to change this is something that occurs like 9.9 .9 times out of 10 this is what occurs um, whether it's a relationship change, a personal change, a spiritual change, and my paper just blew away with all of my points on it. Okay, hold on. Let me see if he, he can get... Excuse me. Can you get me that paper? Sorry. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I had this. It's so windy right now. Um, maybe I'll just hold my little points. I want to make sure I hit a few points. But whether that's a relationship change, a personal change, a work-related change, like anytime you try to do something different than what you've been doing, um, especially if it's like a positive change or it is something that is usually for the good, um, these are the things that, shalom, the caravan of y'all, these are some things that typically happen. So um, before I get into that, I did a video, I did a live yesterday because a lot of people were asking about what I, this doesn't knock this over. Um, a lot of people uh, in the live were saying they were having issues hearing it. And I said that after the video, I would go back and watch it. And if I felt like the sound was too bad, I would just reshoot it again. So I went back to watch it and the sound was, I have no idea. Um, some people have no idea what life is like outside of America, right? So they think everywhere you go, internet life is gonna be how it is in America and it's just not like that. So peace, Tiffany Moore. Tiffany, I did a video with you featured as a question yesterday. Um, but um, people can't imagine or fathom that internet speed could be anything other than how it is in America. I mean, if it's not moving like that, it's like, and I know, cause when I first came to the continent and the internet didn't work, the same i was just like i would go through i would have a little bit of frustration but one of the things that the most high showed me through oh it's very windy and i don't want my stand to fall over hold on y'all real quick let me just move this chair behind here real quick because i don't want this to fall there we go um uh one of the things i love about a lot of um, areas on the continent. I can't say like every country because I haven't been to every country, but one of the things um, is that it, it causes you to slow down and some countries are even slower than others. It makes you actually live life and learn that it's, life doesn't have to move at a fast food pace. And so sometimes I know some of you all get frustrated when I have issues with the internet um, but some people don't know that I'm on the continent currently. And so they're like, why is her internet always dropping? Like, what is going on? And it's because if you don't know, I'm on the continent of Africa. And, you know, when I do my lives on my phone, my cell phone, I usually don't have too much of an issue because the speed is way faster on my phone. 
But whenever I'm trying to use it outside of that network, or if I try to use software with my streams, like if I'm trying to show you a slide, or I bring like a, um, a guest on camera with me, I usually will have some kind of hiccup. It's not that, you know, it's, I'm planning that, you know, cause I know some of you are getting frustrated. It's not that, um, cause I've gotten a few messages from people you know, like, what's up with your internet? You know, thinking that it is, you know, unprofessional or whatever. Um, I'm highly professional, but I can't control internet waves. You know what I mean? Um, so just kind of bear with me knowing that when you're outside of the country and you're traveling, that the internet is not gonna be the same as it is in America. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's really stable and it's a go and other times it's not. So one thing, one of the things I've had to learn is to be more patient. And when you're in different countries and um, one of the countries I was in was, I don't know if it was third world, but it was similar. Um, living like that, where you have to kind of like hang your clothes up to dry again and you have to walk you know into the city to go get internet and put pay some money and put it on your phone when you have to go walk to put money on a card so that you can then take that card and make your electric start again um there's a number of things that you have to do uh that you know when you live in in the states you don't you you kind of like take for granted like we're so used to so many amenities we are so highly spoiled i mean it is it is literally a rich country um even if you're poor in america you're really rich if you go to other countries with what you have in america um it really forces you to to appreciate the little things and it forces you to slow down and it forces you to understand that you are not like some elohim out here like some other god or something like you you do have to submit to things outside of your control and learn how to live life outside of your selfish way of thinking. Um, so while that is hard sometimes, I do love it. So I just wanted to clarify that for people that don't know, because some people that watch my videos constantly, they know like I'm on the continent right now. Um, but if you don't and you kind of like pop in and out, you may not know that. And then you're like, well, the last time internet's good, bill paid up can't control it when it goes down. I've even went to the store and told them, I'm paying y'all and I keep having issues with the internet. And they literally told me, and there's nothing you could do about it. Like in, in the States, you can complain to management, supervisor, higher, higher ups. It's people that you can complain to. In other countries, especially you're the foreigner, you're the immigrant. Um, it's like, we told you what we told you and that's it. And so I've went to the store and I've tried to figure things out and ask them like, what can I do to fix this? A lot of what I do is online. I do my group, my support group sessions online. I do my one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions online. I do my dearly beloved um, for teens session online. I teach classes online. Everything I do is basically online. So you can't imagine, you can't imagine how being in another country one of which similar third world being someone who works online and having to humble yourself to be like it ain't gonna work the way you want it to and no matter how that might look this is what it is 
So that's what I'm working with. Um, and I know I don't have to explain that, but you know, I like to just update people who just don't understand. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, whatever, you just don't understand. Other times I try to help you understand. So that is what happened when I did a live yesterday on, um, I think I, it was called something about y'all keep asking. And I was giving for the women out there some tips with what I'm doing with my hair. Again, I listened to the video and um, I think the most important parts were in there, but it was issues with the audio. Um, and that's be probably because I was using software and showing you slides. And that's probably like anytime I try to do anything extra, anything other than the basic, it can have some hiccups. Um, so I don't necessarily think I need to shoot it again. But if you just feel like if you watch that video and you feel like I really missed something I really, really wanted to know, let me know in the comments or the live chat. And I will um, if, if that's being like a common comment, then I'll probably just shoot it again. If not, then it might just be cool. Um, I don't necessarily mind. I just have to fit it in when I you know do a live or whatever. But anyway, um, on that, let me say hi to some of y'all. Um, I said Tiffany Moore, wow, I gotta go back to that video. Yeah, Tiffany Moore, your name was right up there on the screen. Shalom, Fantasia. Nayoka, shalom, my beautiful sis. I'm especially loving today's look. Thank you. This is actually a dress. I love this dress too. It's so comfortable. Like, I love long dresses that are just like cotton and I can breathe in them. But thank you, Nayoka. Um, Samuel Whitaker says, blessing, sis. Peace. I'm squinting because I'm trying to see the screen. I'm on my phone um you gotta do a house africa again because it's so different wow seems peaceful though it's it is different tiff anymore i know i kind of left off on those nayoka i can't stand <laughs> i can't stand our impatience sometimes like it honestly wasn't that bad the point and what you were sharing was definitely clear i know nayoka some people you know when you're online you get a you get a lot of love but you get a lot of complaints um, I mean, people literally think you work for them and they paying you or something. It's like, I'm sorry, do I work for you? Um, I'm sorry, do I, not not in the video yesterday, but just con producing content, some things that y'all may not see. It's like, you put yourself out there, you're doing things and people always have something to say. It's so crazy. Samuel Whitaker says, loving the experience you and brother Ishan are living outside the States. Traveling outside of the States, yes. No Limit Eddie, peace, No Limit Eddie. All right, so this is what I wanted to talk about today really quick. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because my coaching calendar um, is, it's like halfway open. And what by that, by halfway, I mean that I'm taking discovery calls right now. So what a discovery call is, um, is basically you submit your information. We have a phone call to see that if it's a match. I know when you go into traditional coaching, most times, depending on, the level of the coach they'll just take anyone um i don't do that because i don't have time to just take anyone right so i have to be very uh strategic about how i select people because people are submitting their information and because i can't take everyone then i have to see well how do you decide who you're supposed to take right and so one of the things i do is i do a discovery call and in the discovery call is 15 minutes we chat about your inquiry form basically the information that you submitted that call could be canceled at any time um and that that call the the privilege to reschedule 
can be revoked. And by that, I mean, um, if you've missed a discovery call and you were a no-show, so I cleared my calendar, I was available and you were not. Before it was, you could have one more try at that. Now I don't do that because there are other people who are taking it seriously, they're showing up, they're being diligent. And so if you can't respect my time, you know, if you can't show up for a discovery call, which is just 15 minutes and it doesn't really require any work on your part, it's a very clear indicator for me. And I know some people don't understand that because some people missed their discovery call and they were told that they could not reschedule. And some people were highly upset. And I understand that. Um, but this is the reason why. The reason why is because if you don't show up, but I block that time for you by allowing you to schedule on my calendar, it is a huge sign that working with me as a coach is probably not a fit off the bat because my coaching is very intensive. We don't just talk. I've said this a number of times. It's even on the webpage when you go to the webpage. We are not just talking. You talk so I can figure out what's going on, but we're working. We're working diligently toward a goal. It is, it is intense. It's like a boot camp for your emotional wellness. And so if you can't do the most simple, the easiest part of the process is filling out that form. And some people complain about having to fill out the form. I literally, some people were, I'm hearing people are feeling like it's too much information to have to submit. And I'm just like, well, then you don't have to submit the form. Like I'm not making you try to see if it's a match to work with me. If, if that's a if that's a problem for you, that's probably a, a red flag for you that this is too much for me, okay? So you don't have to do it. But you submit the form and then we do a discovery call. So if that is too much for you, filling out that form and being able to show up and pay attention to the details is too much for you, you don't wanna work with me. It's not gonna be a pleasant experience for you because I'm going to really push you like a coach would, like if a coach that was training an athlete for like the pros or like a competition, life is a race, you know? And it's not given to the one that's the most swift, it's the one that's the most diligent, but it's like a marathon in life. Um, y'all in life, y'all know it's not easy, right? And so um, as a coach, I'm pushing you to your max in life. And so if, filling out a form and being able to show up for a call is something that you can't meet, then it, it's not gonna work for you. So it, it's, you should be thank God that you found out before it was too late. So you didn't waste your time or my time. So, you know, um, unfortunately that's, that's what it is. If you miss your, your discovery call, yeah, the instruction is for people to be told that they cannot reschedule and um, I can't say that I'm sorry about that, but maybe, you know, when the next season opens, you'll be in a position where it will work for you. But unfortunately, if you miss it, that, that season is closed to you. But anyway, one of the other things that I have to talk uh, with people about often is that a lot, a lot of times people don't know what they're signing up for. Like they see me in my lives and they're like, oh, she cool and she nice. And I am. But I'm also like a no-nonsense person. I'm a very no-nonsense person. So I try my best to make sure that I'm dependent on y'all to show me when grace is needed. 
But for the most part, I'm really no nonsense when it comes to work and healing because this is not counseling. This is coaching. And so some people come in thinking they're getting counseling because I'm a counselor. And they're like, they want to just talk and they want to cry and they want to do it. And I tell people, it's probably better that you join my support group because we talk and we cry and we do all that in that group or do like a drop-in video session. It's not for people that just want to talk, heal necessarily from something. We're not, we're, we're, we're working towards a specific goal, okay? So it's different. And so one of the things I have to let people know up front is what I'm about to share with y'all right now. And I figured maybe people that might, before my discovery call calendar closes, because like I told you, um, my calendar for coaching is halfway open. I'm taking discoveries calls until April 17th. Then it will be no more opportunities to be considered for the Coach Me partnership where I'm coaching you until um, like September or something like that. Um, and so the calendar is open right now, ZaraHarrison.com slash coach me. Read the page, please. Understand what you're getting into before you want to just get into it. We're not chilling like I do in these lives. That's not what's happening. Um, after that, then I'll, you know, I've said this a number of times, but some people still don't understand fully or they are coming in on the tail end of a message. So that's why they don't know. So that's why I'm explaining it again. Um, after that, I seek y'all about who is a match and then we go forward. One of the things in the first, very first session that I do is like an orientation. And I'm pretty much trying to get you prepared for what you're about to go through. And then on that very last slide, I ask you, we're, we're in a private session together one-on-one, -on -one, and I ask you, do you still want to move forward? After you've seen everything that I just went through and what is before you, because some people, I want to give people the opportunity to see that. And if they feel like this is too much for me to say that then, instead of trying to go through it and then feeling like they, I don't really want to finish or something like that, which is going to happen whether you want to finish or not, you're going to have that feeling. Oh, why does this paper? Um, but I want to give people the opportunity to be like, you know what? Um, yeah, maybe this is not the time yet. Maybe I'm not prepared. Maybe something is going on in life. Sometimes if you have um, like life is too busy, like your schedule is too busy, that might not be the season for you. If um, you're in a relationship with someone who's going to be too much of a distraction, sometimes I'll tell people this is not the season probably for you. Go ahead and circle back with me because you can't be distracted. You can't be distracted. You don't want to have someone in your life that's going to constantly be um, making you think you can't do it. You, you need to be in relationships. You need to be surrounded by people who are going to root you on through the process that people that love you and support you and are like, I'm rooting you on, you can finish that process with Coach Zara. And I'm, I'm just, I'm rooting for you, you need that. If somebody's gonna keep you doing that again, wow, da, 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 it's not gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna defeat every session. Every time we have a session, you're gonna walk away, you're gonna have an encounter, I've been there. And so these are all reasons why it may not be for you at all, or it may not be for you seasonally. Maybe not never, but maybe just not this season, right? So I show them all these slides and we go through like a pretty much orientation. But this is one of the things that I talk to uh, people about and it's called, what happens when you try to make a change? So you're like, Kozara, I wanna work with you because I wanna change this, this in my life, whatever, whatever, right? The first thing that happens is 
there is an upset, right? So something is something inside has made you so upset that you want to do something about it. You're looking for what you can do about it. Maybe you you can do all kind of different things, but the first thing that usually happens whenever you want to change something in life and usually you want to change it for the better is there is upset. Usually we, if we're not upset about something, we don't change it, right? So we're upset about something, whether it is anger, whether it is depression, whether it is sadness, whether it is anxiety, whatever, we're upset about something. The second thing that happens is we go off. So the first thing is internal. The second thing is it becomes external. And maybe we, we go off to somebody that did it. We go off venting to people about this thing that we can't stand keeps happening to us. Whatever it is, we usually go off. And think about your life, your life situations whenever you wanted to change something and see if you can see yourself in these steps. This is usually what happens, right? After you get upset, number one, and you go off, number two, the third thing is you put your foot down. And you're like, I'm putting my foot down. I'm so tired of this. I'm gonna do this. And you commit so fast because you were upset and you went off. And sometimes you don't process and think about what you just put your foot down to and what work will be required to maintain that boundary. Usually, Oftentimes, if we do it at a pure upset only and not processing why we want this change, what usually happens is we set the boundary by putting our foot down either with a person or with ourselves and do something like sign up for coaching with me, but we don't necessarily process whether we're really ready for what is on the other side of that decision. And so when you don't process it, this is what happens next. Usually, if you do process it, something else happens. But if you don't process it, what happens is you end up shrinking back or you kind of like uh, the anger and the upset subsides. So now you start to feel like, you know, oh, you're not it, the you're not heightened by the intensity of the emotion of the thing that made you upset. So either somebody is giving you pushback, like the person you want to change pushes back at you and they like they start you pushing and they pushing and y'all just pushing um, and nothing ever changes. So there's the pushback. And then the next thing that happens is you forget because that person or life is pushing back so much and you didn't process the work that was going to be required in your decision to set that boundary that now you start to forget why you wanted to change this thing in the first place. So for example, if you're trying to change a relationship and the person is doing something that's toxic, is poisonous to your life and their life and the relationship, you already got upset, you went off, you put your foot down, but you didn't process whether you was ready to ma maintain that boundary every day. So you shrink back because they push back because they don't want to change it. That could happen in a relationship. And with coaching with me, what could happen is you'll try to push back on me because listen, You've been doing this your way for so long, this has become a habit. This is like your lifestyle. This is, this is what you've been living. So when somebody tries to introduce to you a different way of doing it that you don't know, there's a little bit of fear that you can have. And out of that fear of the unknown and, and being more comfortable, even though something is unhealthy, being more comfortable there in that thing, and not liking the discomfort of this new feeling and this new way of like, oh, this I got to do that and do this. I got to get up earlier because, yeah, I have a 
you have to commit to actually um, a certain uh, certain certain step regiment steps in your daily life. You have to do this every day. And I check it when we have our session. Did you do this? Let me see your sheet. And I'm asking you. So it's like if you don't want to have to check that off and commit to doing a certain number of hours in a week towards whatever you're trying to reach, that's going to make you feel uncomfortable because you're not used to doing that. So you might push back. And I'll have pushback a little bit sometimes where people are like, well, I just didn't really see the point in that. And you won't at first because a lot of times you, until you see the benefit of it, you won't see the point of it. But because before you see the benefit of it, it takes time. You know, you plant a seed, it takes time for that thing to grow and produce. Oftentimes it will look like it makes no sense. Like what I'm having you do is like, for what? What am I doing this for, right? It will seem like that. It's my job to keep pushing you. Some people will push me back you know not literally but figuratively and sometimes i'll i'll deal with it because i understand this cycle of change i get it i I can spot where they are in the cycle and oftentimes i'll tell people where are you right now in this cycle like i'll pull up and they'll be like oh wow i'm doing that and they'll actually literally see it um so something that happens is you know you shrink back from the change that you wanted to do because of the pushback you know what i'm saying So that's why you want to be prepared and understand fully, well, not fully, but as much as you can, that it's going to take work to maintain a new boundary, to um, instill a a new life change. That's not easy. Because why? This thing is spiritual. This thing is spiritual first. And so if you're trying to change something for the better, that that means you are, excuse me, I did not mean to burp in y'all ear, excuse me. That means you're moving closer to the will of the most high. And so the enemy is going to turn up and make it harder for you. And you have to have the strength of the most high depend on his strength to be able to keep pushing through until you make it through until that change happens. So again, you get upset. This is an internal thing you're feeling. You go off. This is an external thing that you do. You put your foot down. Don't process it. You will do what number four is, which is shrink back because you get pushed back because it's uncomfortable. After that, if you if you're not committed to the change you're trying to make and understanding that a spiritual attacks will come, things in life will turn up. If you're not committed to understanding that and trusting that the most high can be depended on, that you can move that you can pull through it. And when I'm holding you accountable to what you said you want to do and I'm continually reminding you if you don't do that and that's not happening you will forget you literally will suddenly forget you will forget step one in that cycle which was the upset that feeling that you felt that made you just see you crying or you just got so much anger or you're so frustrated or you're so fed up that you go off and put your foot down one two and three Four, you shrink back. Five, after you shrink back, then you're going to forget. You're going to forget how important this was for you, how important this was to you. This is what happens. And I, I look for that so that I know how to try to help the person see where they are. You literally forget. Think about your life. Think about, a, think about an unhealthy relationship you were in. Think about an unhealthy romantic relationship that you were in. They were doing something toxic to you that was not healthy, right? I didn't realize the sun was going down. They were doing something toxic that was not healthy for your life. You got upset, you went off, you put your foot down, right? 
they you shrink back because they start pushing back because they don't want to change the bad behavior against you they don't want to change it right what happened if you were not wise you like forgot how bad it was right and then you end up doing what step six is the final step stick final step is after that amnesia and you forget how hurt you were and what it felt like to to go through what they did to you it start wearing off that pain starts wearing off and you have that amnesia of what that felt like and so you do what is next step six you rewind you rewind now you're in a cycle now you're inside of a loop you're inside of a cycle and you're, the cycle won't break unless you do something different at around step three so you rewind and you stay in the loop and by rewind i mean you go right you're in this toxic situation this toxic way of thinking or the toxic relationship and until something bad happens again you will just be in it you'll stay in that relationship or that way of thinking until the next thing happens that makes you upset and then what happens you're upset then you're going to go off then you're going to put your foot down then you're going to shrink back then you're going to forget because the pain wears off then you're going to rewind and go right back to doing what you were doing before nothing changed no boundary uh maybe you tried to set the boundary but you didn't maintain the boundary and now you find yourself right back in a loop and you just keep going around and around just like this upset go off foot down shrink back forget rewind and it happens again something else you're upset you go off you put your foot down you shrink back you forget you rewind and it happens again until you get out of that loop and so you get out of that loop so when i work with people and i see that they're, they're staying in that loop sometimes i will tell them um you might want to take a break from coaching and try to reprioritize take a break because we're wasting time if you keep staying in the loop the point is to get out of the loop now obviously you give people time because it takes time to to create new habits but if they stay in a loop we just keep coming right back to a loop because they're there's a plan laid out right if and we're on the plan and we should be at a certain point around a certain session time if we're not there and i see you're right still in the loop that's the red flag to me that you're not taking the process as seriously as you need to in order for the life change to take um to take effect right so um i want y'all to think about when you're trying to change that you're gonna something is gonna make you upset you're probably gonna go off either to the person or to yourself in your mind or to someone else about the situation that usually always happens then you're gonna try to change something you're gonna try to put your foot down that is that is the most important important part right there step three in that cycle when you put your foot down is to sit with the change that you're trying to make and anticipate the the battle that's coming it's not that change is not especially a change for the most high a spiritual change growth breaking from a stronghold breaking from some kind of generational uh curse some kind of um just something that has been there for so so long has had i mean had his grip like this like this he just got you like this and you start to start breaking out like that and you as you go he gets tighter so life is going to turn up 
because the enemy does not want you to break free from that into the freedom of the most high and then give him the glory for what happened. He's going to fight you. He's going to fight. This is from personal experience. Any, any change I've ever tried to make in my life, any generational curse cycle that I've ever tried to break in my life. I got, I've gotten upset. I went off. I, if when I put my foot down and lights are popping off and then it, it pushes back and then I start to shrink back and then I forget and then I rewind, I just stay in that loop and this thing never changes. It's not, it's not ever gonna change. I have to anticipate the turn up. I have to anticipate it. And so that's why some people may not even need a coach because they have really supportive friends and family in their life that when that turn up starts to happen and they're trying to change something for the glory of the most high, their friends or family or whatever will rally around them and support them and, and like kind of undergird them and keep reminding them and holding them accountable and bringing them back. And when that amnesia keeps trying to tell them to forget because it lightens up a little bit, but you didn't break the cycle. So it just tricked you because it's coming back because you didn't break nothing. They tell you don't have no amnesia. Remember, remember Th those kind of family and friends that nourish you and push you to that point where you don't forget. Look, I know, and it's another thing that happens with coaching sometimes is we'll be having breakthrough after breakthrough. And sometimes y'all lets breakthroughs happen at a rapid pace for some people because they need that to keep going. Others a little bit slower, but I'm pr I promise you, no matter how many breakthroughs you got, until it's already, until it's all the way broken, what happens is you get so excited about the breakthroughs. You end, you're just like, yes, praise y'all, it's happening, right? And we celebrate, it's all, and then boom, something happens. And now this, this one, you get, you get to one of those issues in your life where that, that one, the enemy ain't trying to really let go that easy. He, he, it's going to be a, it's going to be a full out fight. It's going to be a full out fight. And so what happens is things are getting, are, are looking so good that sometimes people forget that they still have to do work. They thought it was going well. And then they get, again, they get that, they forget, they get that amnesia and then they go back in the loop. They done broke all these things. We done, and this has happened a number of times with people that I've helped. We've, we've broken, say on the scope, the scope of life, the person has eight issues just off the top of my head. They got eight issues. We knock out one, two, three, four, five, and there's just two left. We get to these two and it ain't moving. They were so happy about all of these other ones that these last two, now suddenly they feel like they can't do it. Cause the enemy, maybe this thing, if you break this thing, oh, it's a real big blessing or it's a real big impact for the kingdom of the most high and against the kingdom of darkness. And maybe that's why it's such a fight. So you will have these little victories, but until you really break through everything that you're trying to break through for that season, because that doesn't mean there's gonna be never ever be anything again that you have to work through before that season or, or breaking some kind of thing that's just stronghold that's been in your life. Until that, um, until all of the things in that season are broken, sometimes you can get so excited for the victories, which you should, that you stop working. 
it happens i promise you i've seen it a number of times people get so happy they get so excited and it's exciting it's exciting to finally see some change happening in your life it's exciting to commit and manage a boundary and 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 see and witness the glory of the most high in that choice that new choice that you made where life actually starts to move mountains move and things start to break up it is very exciting but oftentimes it's just preparing you to get to the thing that's going to be even harder than the thing you just broke and so people forget because they get so excited and they think that they don't have to work anymore or those were easy but this is really hard so maybe you know what i mean and they get stuck in this cycle so um i try to make it i try to prepare people for what they're about to go through you're about to go through what feels like a marathon emotionally what feels like a boot camp emotionally what feels like an all-out war because it is in the spirit realm it is and this is why we don't just talk because the enemy is not playing with you he's not playing with you he only comes to kill to, to steal and destroy it's not a joke for him. His life is on the line. And you gotta go to work, feed your children, do all kind of other stuff. The enemy is just has to make sure that you don't break yokes and bondage and strongholds. He don't have nothing better to do, but make sure there's stealing and killing and destruction in your life. He's not playing at all. So why would we just, other people, I can't, I can't tell other people what their assignment is. Other people might just talk and, and, and do other. I don't know what other people do. I can only be responsible for what I'm called to do. But knowing that and what Yah has me to do, why would we then just talk? Why would we just talk? Oh, we're going to talk so that we can get transparent and we can get to the root of some issues. If we don't talk, we can't get to the root. But we're doing work. We're doing exercises. There is, uh, there are like multiple steps in a day that you have to commit to doing six days a week that I don't see you. And then when we talk on that, that seventh day of the week or whatever, whenever your appointment is, it should be each week. I'm asking you what you did. I'm literally tallying up hours because I'm like, how many hours did you work on this? That's going to show me if you're committing and you're being serious and you're taking it seriously. When I start seeing that your hours fall off from where they should be around that time, I'll have a conversation with you and try to push you and push you. But if my pushing you is not working, you know, it's just like in sports. Sometimes you get cut from the team because you can't handle it. Not that Yah doesn't have something else for you or, you know, whatever Yah wants to do. Not that it, life is over for you because you didn't finish this process. But this is why I say, do not sign up for the process if you're not diligent. That's all over my, it's everywhere. I keep trying to tell people and they, sometimes people think that, that it's a joke, that I'm not, that I don't mean what I say when I say that. There are expectations of you. You're signing an agreement. I know nowadays people just sign anything. They don't even read it or look at it. You need to read your agreement so that you understand what you're agreeing to do that I'm gonna uh, hold your agreeing for me to hold you accountable to. If you're late for the session, I'll stay, I'll wait for five minutes and then i leave. And then it's considered a no-show. You do that more than one time, done. Because we show up for what we're serious about, right? 
we do that with secular stuff, but then when it's us, we don't value ourselves and our life enough, our, our emotional wellness enough to show up for it. So some people get mad at me because they think that I'm playing and I'm not playing. Oh, I'm going to root you on. I'm going to support you. You're going to be in my petitions to the most high. But, oh, I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm not going to play with your life if you're saying you want to break something in your life and cause a change in your, in your mindset or in a relationship. I'm going to hold you accountable because I know that the enemy ain't playing with you. So I'm not going to play with it. So those are typically six things that happens when you try to make a change, whether that's working with me or you working with yourself. And like I said, this is why I said before, some people don't need coaching because they have very supportive people in their life that will do what I do. Maybe not like what I do on a, a session by session basis, like not maybe not the plan that I lay out, but um, spiritually they give them what they need. Some people don't have that. They don't, they really don't have that. And so that's why they'll submit a form and then we'll see if it's a match. But whether you're working with me, whether it's your family, your friends that are helping you or, and by family, I don't mean just blood, but I mean like, like the, like the word says, who is my family? Those who do the will of Yah. You have people that do the will of Yah walking in life with you to do that for you. So you don't necessarily need, you know, coaching or whatever, but whether that's with them or with me or who. my headphones out so that I could charge my phone so I hope y'all can hear me but um I'll just finish the last thing that I was saying was that um hold on. Oh, my bad hold on y'all the last thing that I was saying was that um basically just trying to get you to understand and really see like how committed the enemy is to like messing up your life how committed the enemy is to making sure that you stay the same. How committed the enemy is to... Hold on, y'all. committed the enemy is to keeping you the same like he's so committed to keeping us the same to making sure that we don't break free from strongholds and yokes and bondage and anything that doesn't agree with the most high's will for your life like he wants to keep you in that he wants to keep you there he's so committed to that like he's um he's a master at it and it's like how can we think that the enemy could be that committed to our destruction and we not be as committed to our victory or our wellness? And yes, the Most High is committed to us as well. But as we know, faith without works is dead. We can believe all we want, but if we're not doing something, doing something like there's a faith part, it's twofold. There's a faith part, but then there's a works part. So we can believe all we want, but if we're not gonna do anything, commit to doing something, how can we get mad then when we don't see our life produce the harvest that we wanted to produce? Like we can't get mad. Like even with, you know, the concept of 
harvest from a, a physical standpoint or with food or whatever there's 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 stuff you have to, to get then you have to plant that stuff then you have to watch it you know I'm not I would love to learn how to grow my own food but I have not um, I have I've done research about it but I haven't actually like done it right but there are but when I did the research I was like whoa this is a lot of work like it is it's not it's not as simple as dropping something in the ground and putting the dirt over it and walking it away well some stuff can be but certain foods require certain soil and then certain soils have to be mixed and then certain things have to be in the sun certain things can't be in the sun too long certain things can be in the sun at certain hours of the, like it's a whole process and then in that um while that food is growing like you can't be so impatient that it didn't happen yet right so with that physical concept of harvest spiritually and emotionally and in the world that we can't see it requires us to make sure that we recognize that same principle and not think that all we have to do is be like I believe this food about to grow this is fake but I believe this food about to grow out of that um about to grow out of this it's gonna grow like I just believe it I just I believe it I trust I believe it I trust and you sitting there looking like a fool because ain't nothing growing out of there you ain't do no work you ain't do nothing you didn't do nothing but yell or do this but didn't do nothing like, you have all the faith Sometimes I won't even have that. But you didn't do no work. Didn't do no work. So I just wanted to encourage us, you know, whether you work with me or not, um, this is something that is really important to keep in mind. If you want a visual of what I just talked about, if you look in the description, you scroll down to the bottom, I think it says something about downloads. Download the change cycle model. I think that's what it's called. Whatever it is, it has the change cycle in there download that document and print that out and you know like take a screenshot of it put it up somewhere um keep it in front of you so that when life turns up you can be reminded like where you may be in the cycle so that you don't stay in a cycle like that you break out of that cycle okay so that's it um as far as my uh coaching calendar um for, for some people i already started early because but um, if I kind of if I don't know you at all, then those are the people that are how, who I'm having do discovery calls. Um, so if you are interested in getting on my Coach Me calendar, Coach Me partnership calendar, where I partner with you in life to help you change some kind of life uh, issue, whether mindset or relationally, um, it's ZaraHarrison.com/coachme. It might be in the description. It should be in the description. If it's not in the description, the Help Me page is in the description. You can go there. If uh, you read that page, that Coach Me page, and it intimidates you, and you feel like, you know what, I'm not ready, uh, ask the Most High. Sometimes you can be intimidated, but something can still be good for you. Um, but ask the Most High. If it's not time yet, there are other things that I do that are less intense. And sometimes people need to try those things first before they then commit to the Coach Me session, like a support group, or once a month drop-in calls or e-chat something like that try though they're less intensive they're not um they're not requiring as much of you so you can try those things and um then when you feel like you're ready or if you come to that point 
then you can you can try to coach me thing but um the discovery call calendar discovery call calendar i have i have several count calendars but the calendar that's only for discovery calls closes on april 17th so ask the most high first don't get off here and then just go do it ask the most high first because i don't want nobody doing something that they haven't sought the most high about first ask the most high first if you have peace from the most high to do it then go ahead and read the whole page as ourhearson.com slash coach me read the whole page and don't lie when you get to the part where i ask you have you read this whole page really read the whole page so you have an understanding of what you're about to get into if it should be a match read the whole page and then submit your form and then we will have a 15 minute discovery call so I can talk to you about what it is that you're trying to change and see if it's a match, if it's something that Yah is, that I believe Yah is telling me I need to partner up with to help you. Um, after April 17th, that calendar will close and it will open again sometime in September, I believe. Sometime in September, okay? Um, other than that, that's it. I saw some comments, but when my phone died, I don't know. Oh, it's up here. Lydia to Maine, he says, Shalom, Shalom. Nayoka Shea says, Lately, this song has been in my ruach. I'm not nice, I'm fair. Please hear. Been singing it even out loud at times. I don't know what that song is, Nayoka. Um, back in 2018, I asked y'all to teach me how to be fair. Cause I was over being nice and been feeling lately to stand on and be it a fair and reasonable person. That's dope. Loretta Mayo, peace and blessings, family. Peace, Loretta. Otis says, Miller says, Shalom. Peace, Otis. Um, Nayoka says, Thank you, Yahuwah Hamashiach, for giving us the chance to prove ourselves to you, to earn you. I don't know if we can ever earn Yahusha or Yahuwah. But maybe I misread that. But um, Kiara Branch, hey Zara, I'm sure this video will be a blessing again. Peace, Kiara. I'm about to actually go off because I was live for 50 minutes now, so I'm about to go off. But if you missed the beginning of this video, please go back. And if you want a visual of the things that I talked about in this live, I really, really strongly encourage you to go in the description and look for the Change Cycle download and not only print that out but take a screenshot on your phone whatever you feel upset which is step one in the cycle which you can get caught in a toxic cycle in a loop whenever you feel upset look at that look at that so you can start to process your thoughts better and see before i go off or put my foot down and set a boundary am i really prepared to manage this boundary ask yourself that so go ahead and get that download thank y'all so much for um listening to my live even though it dropped out for a minute because my phone died but luckily i have my charger with me this time and i'll see y'all next time Peace. thanks for enjoying this podcast episode keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets subscribe and join my email list at zaraharrison.com for more resources y'all bless